Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman and Home and Woman Matter. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV Times, What's on TV and TV and Satellite Week magazines. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 17th of February 2023, including Apple TV's retro-futuristic show Hello Tomorrow and the new golf documentary series Full Swing on Netflix. And we'll also be heading for Southeast Asia on Now TV's latest A League of Their Own road trip and checking out Sam Neill's Aussie courtroom drama The Twelve on ITVX. But first, Ian, what is in the news? Filming has started on a second series of the Disney Plus comedy that we really enjoyed, Extraordinary, starring Mairead Tyres as a young woman negotiating life, love and a lack of superpowers. What else is in the news, Hannah? Well, Orange is the New Black's Uzo Aduba will play offbeat detective Cordelia Krupp in Netflix's Who Done It? The Residence, which is set in the White House. Well, I like the sound of that. Well, pretty good selection this week. Something for everyone, I would say. I'm going to start us off on Apple TV Plus with a new series. It's a sci fi comedy arriving on Friday, the 17th of Feb. It's called Hello Tomorrow, and here's a clip. No one here. Is not a dreamer. Not in a world like this, where you can have it all. We live with miracles at our fingertips. We've got robots taking out the trash. We fly to the stars. And that's what I want for you and your families. That's the dream. Retro futuristic. I'm sure you're familiar with that term. <laughs> so, <laughs> this new series is set in suburban 1950s America however in this version of 1950s America people travel using jetpacks and they have robots to help them at home and to walk the dog and to deliver the papers um, so yeah retro futuristic is very much the vibe it stars well one of my favorites Billy Crudup who is in the wonderful film Almost Famous which if you've never seen it you must. He's also on the morning show. He plays Jack, who is a salesman. And the first scene is is great. It's set in a diner and there's this guy sitting at the counter. He's depressed. And Jack comes and sits next to him and they get chatting. And it soon becomes apparent that Jack is a salesman and he's trying to sell this guy something. What he's trying to sell him is... um. The idea of buying a timeshare on the moon, <laughs> because in this world, yeah, we're colonizing the moon. And this is like the dream world, you know, <laughs> go and live on the moon. It's got everything going for it. You know, you can have a great time. So it's following Jack and his sales team, which includes Hank Azaria, who, as well as being an actor, is uh, one of the voice artists on The Simpsons, has been for donkey's years. He's one, a fellow salesman who has a, a gambling problem. There's also Alison Pill from Star Trek Picard, which, incidentally, is also back this week. Uh, she plays a potential customer. And you've got Jackie Weaver, not the one from that online council meeting, a different one. She plays Jack's mother. Crudup is, is a great performer. 
and he's utterly convincing as the salesman in this, uh, especially when he gives one of his sort of motivational speeches to an assembled group of potential customers. But he also has rather a complex backstory and family life. It very much looks to me as if there could be a possible redemption angle to this. And it's kind of about people people looking for meaning in a world where things aren't really working out for them, looking for an answer, and, and, and some of them are fixing on building a new life on the moon as, as potentially you know the way forward. So it looks absolutely amazing. I mean, the, the colour palette, all the retro detail, the mid-century stuff, almost got a bit of a Mad Men look. And I was absolutely hooked by episode one because it's funny, it's ingenious, it hooks you in straight away. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. What did you think, Hannah? This is my idea of absolute hell. Um, and <laughs> the reason I say that is not because I don't think it's any good. Bear with, listeners. Um, it's because I worry that one day this could be real. <laughs> That's why it's my idea of hell. I mean, I like the idea of domestic robots. Of course I do. Um, I'd love a domestic robot in my house. Um, and I feel we're getting that way with a domestic robot that goes around the kitchen and kind of hoovers up um, behind us all like lazy slobs. But I, it, that that strikes fear in me, these kind of real kind of futuristic um, ideals. But separate that uh, and my, my concern for, for the future and actually you've got something that's really quite brilliant and really quite funny and i would say this is absolutely something that wouldn't appeal to me sci-fi um not really up my street but it's very funny i think like you say it's very very bright it it, it does hook you in straight away and um it's a bit different as well um i feel like we're talking about a lot of sci-fi dramas at the moment and i think this and I, every time i think well, can't be anything different this is a bit different isn't it and, and i think it, it does really work up next something that i do think you will have enjoyed hannah it's on itvx it's a new drama series called the 12 and here's a clip in a case that has shocked the nation the trial of kate lawson will begin today from here on the most important thing is how you appear to the jury your look, your behaviour. They'll be watching you. They'll be forming opinions. Yes, you're absolutely right, Ian. You know me well. Um, this is right up my street. Um, I love kind of um, dramas that are, well, crime dramas, but ones where you're trying to um, work out exactly what's gone on and, and they don't make it easy for you and the twists and the turns. And this, I think, does this really well so it's an australian drama it's um 10 parts and essentially it's called 12 because there's 12 people in a jury and they've been thrown together um like any jury is all different walks of life and they're there to decide the fate um, of an accused murderer the thing is with this and i think they do this really well is that they, the murderer, you would think with a murderer or someone who's accused of murdering, you'd automatically hate them. You kind of have this image in your mind. And of course, the image is not of the person that stands before them. Just not stereotypically your idea of a murderer, I suppose. And um, it, it, it sort of throws you emotionally here, there and everywhere. So Kate, this, this girl, um, Kate Lawson, 
she's standing trial for killing her 14-year-old niece, Claire. She's defended by this lawyer who's really charismatic, Crown prosecution knows they've got a really difficult job on their hands trying to get this over the line, particularly as they haven't found the body. This is a kind of a whole um, series of events where you get to know parts of the jury very well. It's incredibly dramatic. What goes on, obviously, they're supposed to be people that don't know anything or are brought together to decide this fate, but what's really going on backstage, if you like. The family of, of the girl who's passed away wants justice. Um, and I, for me, it's, it's incredibly dramatic. I do think it's uh, there's lots of twists and turns, and I, I, I really liked it. How about you, Ian? Mixed feelings about this one. It's always good to see Sam Neill, the star of the first Jurassic Park film, of course. He's playing one of the barristers, the defence barrister. And as you say, with this, it focuses, as well as focusing on the actual case, it's focusing on the jury and they all have their individual backstories, which are not all entirely convincing. One of them's a gambling addict, one's a refugee, there's a woman who lives with a very controlling husband. The funniest one I, I thought was um, there's this quite wealthy young woman who we, we see her. She's kind of making love with her boyfriend in the living room. And then she suddenly just says, stop, stop. And he says, what's the matter? And she just says, I need to sell this house. <laughs> totally unconvincing. So there's some really hammy acting. There's some characters that aren't particularly believable. But because it's such a pot boiler, you do kind of get hooked in. And, and yes, yeah, so the, the accused is um, she's a photographer. And some of the evidence is that she took photographs of her niece kind of bound up with with ropes and things. And it, it all looked a bit dodgy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's not a great piece of drama, but it, there's a lot going on and it will keep you hooked in, I think. So, uh, yeah, not for <laughs> everyone, but but worth a look. Next up, Hannah. They're all the rage at the moment, sports documentaries. And yes, we have another one, another series, in fact. It's called Full Swing. It arrived on Netflix this Wednesday, the 15th of February. And here's a clip. Every year, all these guys fight for their career. If you're going to be a professional golfer, you have to accept the fact that it's just going to be a wild ride. You don't know what's going to happen. I might win 50 more times in my career. I might win zero. So this is from the team behind Drive to Survive, which was all about the world of Formula One, which has been really successful, quite a few series of that. This time we're going behind the scenes on the PGA Tour, Golf's PGA Tour. And as Ian Poulter says in episode one, you've chosen a very interesting time to make this because, of course, golfing fans will know there's this new LIV golf tour which is backed by Saudi money which is sort of setting up almost as a rival to the the long established PGA tour so some players are taking the big bucks and going to join this new project others are sticking with the PGA there's been some quite bad blood between players which is unfortunate anyway um it's really effective this kind of series you think oh well why would i watch a series that's about sports events that have already happened so i know the result it's not quite like that so episode one focuses on 
American players, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, who are good mates. They've known each other for years. They, they played golf together as kids and came up together. Spieth has been more successful and they've, they've got a good sort of friendly rivalry and you see them going to tournaments in their private jets and just hanging out together. You also see, I mean, I didn't realise the incredible physical training that these guys do away from the course. Obviously, they practice on the course, but they do these massive gym workouts. And yeah, it's all about their preparation for, in this case, it's the Players' Championship, and you follow their differing fortunes during that competition. It's If you're a golf fan, you're going to absolutely love it. And I mean, I, I knew very little about Spieth and Thomas. I've watched them play many times on, on the telly, but... I didn't really know what they were like other than in their sort of the interviews they they give when they come off the 18th green. So, yeah, it's another great sports documentary that that golf fans will love. Um, Not quite sure whether this is one for you, Hannah. Well, I do like a sports documentary, as you well know. I I do, actually. Um, Golf, I always just ruins a good walk. But really... um, it's it's not about the sport, is it? Really, it's about the kind of knowing the characters and and what goes on behind the scenes. And I think that what this does is, I mean, I don't know about you, but I found this a bit awkward in places, a bit kind of um, that. I suppose there's there's sort of the idea that like the footballers aren't quite as clean cut, and perhaps golfing is, and and we come to know that that's not strictly true from some of the big stories that are broken over time. But this sort of whole jet set lifestyle, you're right, the the, the physicality of the sport is absolutely huge, and the training that goes into it. But it's kind of eye watering contracts and the huge amounts of money. I don't know. Sometimes in sports, it feels a little bit grotesque, doesn't it? And um, I did. There were times which I felt were a bit uncomfortable. But at the end of the day, it is a big sport. There's is lots of money there, um, and I, I do find things like this fascinating. Okay. Well, there's a bit of a sporting theme to our last selection, which I, again I chose with you in mind, Hannah. It's uh, <laughs> on Now TV, a league of their own road trip, Southeast Asia. And here's a clip. You're going to be travelling around, doing some challenges, and you two are going to be competing against each other. That'd be easy. And then the loser has to do a forfeit. Correct. What is the forfeit? And the forfeit, for whichever one of you loses this series, is to turn around and have a look. You're going to be performing on this very stage doing stand-up comedy. I'm not. Yes. I love A League of Their Own, and I love a road trip. Um, And this is around as you say, Southeast Asia. City footballer Mika Richards joined the uh, joined the cast of League of Their Own last year as a regular panellist and, and he is um, he's on this road trip and, and that creates a sort of different a different um, dynamic I think really because you've got Jamie Redknapp and then you've got and then you've got him and then a, a number of other celebrity guests including like Alan Carr, Emily Atak, Joel Domit, um, Mo Gilligan, Maisie Adam. There, there's lots of people involved and Southeast Asia. This isn't going to be an easy road trip. I mean, of course, they've got their crew with them, so you know, don't feel too sorry for them. There are times which are notably sort of. Um, scary although Jamie Radnup I think he actually called it scary um but he's a bit of a scary cat isn't it we've 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 come to know that but there are some really really funny standout moments for me the synchronized swimming 
um please please do watch that part it's very very funny and of course jamie redknapp is so competitive it's unbelievable so he's not really good at something he he's really grumpy and he just can't even he can't cover it up even for a show um they're what they're trying to make some satay sauce or, or sort of this street um stall uh and then they have to it has to be tested to see you know whether the chef likes you know which side it prefers and if he doesn't if he doesn't win he wouldn't be very happy um it just it, it's really really funny i think it really really works and 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 this um this sort of premise of going on these road trips i think never tire particularly when they're to such different places and you see such amazing scenery. So it does what it says on the tin and it absolutely delivers. Um, I think this, you'll probably like this, Ian. I wasn't sure if I was going to be on board with it because I sort of feel it's lacking the, the most amusing people from a league of their own. So obviously Jack Whitehall left a while back, didn't he? Romesh isn't on the trip. He's just sending them on it. And then whoever loses has to perform stand-up comedy at a massive venue. So that'll be quite fun. Micah Richards, well, he's well-known for... Well, he's a football pundit, and, and you know, he, he's well-known for his really hearty, loud laugh on shows such as Football Focus. And my goodness, you get a lot of that in this. And I thought that was really <laughs> going to get on my nerves. Um, Jamie Redknapp, he's kind of like... I guess he's like the everyman that people take the mickey out of his kind of you know he's so well groomed and so on so i wasn't sure there was going to be enough laughs in it but they get big z along uh for the challenge and of course alan carr who i think absolutely makes it because he's just reliably funny so they yeah as you've mentioned some of the challenges they're also go uh driving around um formula one racetrack um yeah there's, there's the synchronized swimming is funny so although i started it thinking oh i just am not really buying into it of course uh within about half an hour or so i was i i was on board with that <laughs> and i was enjoying it so they're, they're good company aren't they so mm. yeah i mean people know people know what this is like you're getting more of the same but it, but it is good fun now we've got to that time hannah where i find out what you've been binge watching on over the past seven days so yes what's on the telly well, on your recommendation, everyone else is. I'm binging Happy Valley. Of course, I am. <laughs> um, and I did have I did have a quick look at the Pamela Anderson um, documentary, and uh, that's always 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 interesting. Okay, and I, on iPlayer, there's uh, well, there's some good new stuff coming up on iPlayer. But there's a new crime drama called Better, which stars Andrew Buchan from Broadchurch and Leila Farzad from I Hate Susie and they play a corrupt cop and her gangland accomplice and that is well worth a look. Now we've just got time to look ahead to next week's offering so what are we going to be talking about Hannah? Well Harry Lawty and Sophia Brown experience the highs and lows of modern romance in new ITVX drama You and Me. And Jennifer Coolidge's career renaissance takes a spooky turn in a supernatural Netflix comedy called We Have a Ghost. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime, keep watching. watching.